the Go Gopher podcast with Mike Grimm, episode number 49. I am Mike Grimm, voice of the Golden Gophers, and welcome back to our podcast. We're talking Golden Gopher football again this week as Minnesota gets ready to play Syracuse in the Pinstripe Bowl at Yankee Stadium in roughly two weeks. The pride of St. Cloud, Minnesota, Brevin Span Ford is my podcast guest this week, and I promise you're going to enjoy the conversation. The star Gopher tight ends excited to be playing Gopher football in Yankee Stadium. From football to basketball to what it means to be from Minnesota, all of that with Brevin Span Ford on the Go Gopher podcast with Mike Grimm, episode number 49. As always, our Go Gopher podcast is presented by alumni-owned Sunbelt Business Advisors and True North Mergers and Acquisitions. If you're a business founder planning to exit your business, start by contacting Sunbelt Business Advisors and True North Mergers and Acquisitions. Sunbelt serves more businesses up to $5 million in revenue than anyone. And True North M&A serves companies with revenues up to $150 million. Get a confidential, no-cost, no-obligation business valuation started today. Make the most of your life's work. Visit sunbeltminnesota.com or tnma.com today. I'm so happy to have the podcast associated with these great folks at True North and appreciate their commitment to our show. The Go Gopher podcast with Mike Grimm is also partnered with Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. Like the Gophers, Affinity Plus is fundamentally sound with preparation, focus, and follow-through. Affinity Plus, a local Minnesota credit union, providing all your banking needs, including a top-ranked mobile app. And talk about community involvement? They've got it. They have all kinds of great work with Special Olympics Minnesota, as well as being top supporters of Gopher Athletics. Visit their webpage, affinityplus.org slash gogophers. They sponsor our player profile segment within the podcast, and it's coming up with tight end Brevin Span Ford. Our podcast is also sponsored by State Farm Agent Tony Hoagland at champlininsurance.com. I know Tony's looking forward to that pinstripe bowl. I invite you to subscribe to the podcast. It's free to click the subscribe button and free to listen at any time. You can also go back to listen to our previous podcast, including last week's show. We talked with current gopher Clay Geary and former gopher Ben Utech, and we talked about so much, including the importance of building a culture within any organization. Have a listen. I know you'll enjoy it. This week, we're talking gopher football once again. It's the Go Gopher Podcast, episode 49, My Conversation with Brevin Span Ford is next. I'm Clay Geary, walk-on, turn scholarship, wide receiver for Gopher football. And I'm Ben Utek, U of M alumni, Super Bowl champion, and Tony Dungy Uncommon Award winner. We understand championship culture, which is why we're part of the True North family of companies. True North invests in only elite teams, like the champion team at Sunbelt Business Advisors, Minnesota's largest seller of companies. To learn more about True North and our diverse family of independently owned companies, visit truenorthequitypartners.com. Hey, Gopher fans, this is your State Farm agent, Tony Hoagland. We are super excited to be part of the new Mike Grimm Show on Talk North. For the year of 2022, we will be donating $10 to the University of Minnesota Children's Masonics Hospital for everyone that calls our office or checks in with us online and mentions that they heard about us on Talk North and the Mike Grimm Show. We are really excited again that Mike came on board with Talk North. You can reach us at 763-421-4900. You can find us on the web at champlininsurance.com. Again, 763-421-4900 or find us on the web at champlininsurance.com. Roll the boat, Sky Yuma, go Gophers. It's episode number 49, the Go Gopher podcast, and we're thrilled you're with us because we have uh, one of the star football players of the Golden Gophers, Brevin Span Ford. In the intro, I called you the pride of St. Cloud, Minnesota. Good to see you. 
Appreciate you for having me. Uh, we appreciate you spending some time with us here. You're getting you and your teammates are in the middle now of bowl prep, uh, roughly two weeks away from kickoff at Yankee Stadium. Um, how excited are you to be playing on the field that Aaron Judge made famous? Right? Yeah, it's re- it's really cool. Um, it's kind of ironic. Also, we've been uh, following the Derek Jeter documentary all year, so uh, you know it's kind of one of those things. Fleck likes to say coincidence, Mo. And Mo will give him. I think not. So uh, it's been it's been really cool. Great season. Um, it's just been a, a blast being with those guys every day. As you watched the, um, was it the captain? Is that what it's called? Yeah, the Jeter stuff. What what did you learn from that? Uh, take from that? And it is kind of cool that you're playing at Yankee Stadium. And of course, Jeter played at the old Yankee Stadium too. But uh, you know, he was on this turf that you guys will be on. Yeah, it was a it's a really cool documentary. Um, we got to watch clips as a team, but I've watched some of it in my free time. And uh, just hearing Derek Jeter's perspective on success and um, really uh, tying everything back to. The culture that we have within our building is uh, really cool because one thing with Derek Jeter is he was always pushing himself. He never thought that he was the greatest player ever. He uh, always found ways to get better and always found ways to make his teammates better. So uh, I think it was a very interesting take and uh, a cool experience just hearing what he had to say on his journey. I watched a little of that. It may, may be the first handful of episodes. And um, what stood out to me was he was the first pick. He was, you know, the the captain before he was the captain, but he almost didn't make it. I mean, it's I, I forgot. I mean, it was he was teetering on maybe getting released. Like he was hitting like a buck eighty. Yeah, you know. And then it started to click, and then you know the rest is history. And I suppose there's a lesson to be learned in that. Yeah, uh, definitely. I think in his one of his first seasons in the minors, he had thirty some errors, which is unheard of in baseball. So uh, just like seeing him come from that to the, the Derek Jeter that we all know is uh it is truly legendary. Yeah, and of course you served as team captain many times this year, so I'll put the captain label on you. Um, and I look at your career, you had like one catch in year one, right? And you're, you're, you came in as a highly touted guy, the top recruit in the state of Minnesota. And that, 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 I'm not saying that to suggest you were struggling, but you have to pay your dues. You have guys ahead of you and all that stuff. And then you're learning how to block, because I'm sure uh, as, a, as, as a guy, when you first start coming in, you're like, I'd rather catch a pass than you know try to put something on somebody. And now you've evolved into, as I mentioned, team captain, leading receiver on the team there. This year in terms of all of them, uh, receivers included in terms of catches and uh, you're scoring touchdowns and, and all that stuff. So um, not that I'm saying you're Derek Jeter, but there is, you know, it. sometimes you do have to, I don't know if struggle is the right word, but you have to pay your dues and, and maybe you'd love it to come quicker, but sometimes patience uh, pays off. Yeah, 100%. Um that's that's uh, I give complete credit to the coaching staff and the teammates around me because without them uh, showing up every day out you know I wouldn't be able to grow as much as I did and uh, you know one one thing that Coach Fleck likes to talk about is the difference between successful people are the ones that don't quit. Um, just sticking through whatever tough times you're having. Um, it may feel like the world is falling on you, but you just got to stick through it and just keep being yourself at the yeah, end of the day. Just to kind of pick yourself up, even proverbial, let's say, um, you know, you might feel like, man, that's a knockout punch. I should be playing or I feel like I want to play. And you know that your teammates are working hard too so they can play. Um, how hard at times it was that early to, to say, all right, I just got to bite my tongue, bite my lip and, mm-hmm. and know my time is going to come. Yeah, it's definitely a hard thing and uh, that's something I like to make sure that all the young guys on our team know. Like, no matter how bad it is, your time is coming. Just keep working, 
keep being yourself. Uh, it all starts in the weight room, getting stronger and things like that. And then in the, in the film room, uh, learning the game, uh, it all comes full circle and uh, it goes by fast. So, yeah. <laughs> well, and in, in your case, as we mentioned, you developed into this tremendous pass catcher um, and also a tremendous blocker now, which I think that is something you really worked on and maybe have gone from when you were young, like, oh man, I got a block. It's going to be a handoff to, all right, who do I get to try to pound into a pancake here, right? Yeah. Uh, that's that's definitely something that was instilled in me by the older guys when I was younger. You know, Cole, Bryce with them, uh, Jake Paulson, those guys. Um, they really just taught me a lot of valuable lessons within the game that, uh, you know, sometimes you have to do the dirty work for your team. Sometimes you're going to have to sacrifice catches for blocks. And some, and eventually down the road, you'll have to sacrifice some blocks for catches, you know? Like, it's, it's, it's going to become full circle. So uh, yeah. just always be ready for your moment. I would think, too, as part of it, uh, knowing when you block. And certainly there are plays that they're like, like I, you know, I watch and then you see t- tendencies and when you got a guy like Ibrahim back there, you know that he's going to get his carries where you come in motion on the one play and it's just like I, I can tell and if the radio guy can tell, I'm sure they know um, you're going to come down and either take the end or the safety or the, or, or the backer <laughs> yeah. out and Mo's going to find a hole and I think there's got to be something satisfying with that to know you know what's coming, they know what's coming they're trying to stop it, and Mo gets eight yards or twelve yards or pops one for forty and what have you. Just mm-hmm. to, to to block one for him, but two to to know what's coming and to still be able to accomplish what you want. Yeah, I've I've been extremely blessed to be able to block for some of the best running backs that have been through here. Uh, you know, Rodney, Shannon, yeah. uh, Bryce, Trey, Mo, all those guys. Um, I'll do anything for them, and I think that's also a big part of it too. Um, it's a lot easier when you know you're blocking for your brother. Um, you want them to be successful, and uh, you want the team to be successful. So just giving my all, whether that's in the classroom, film room. Uh, every area uh, just to make sure you're giving your best on game days. What was it like, um, aside from the outcome, you wanted to win that Iowa game, but to see Mo go through one of the best defenses in the country, 263 yards. I mean, obviously the game was there for the taking. Let's put that part mm-hmm. of it aside. But just to be able to impose uh, your will and see him go, what was that day like from that standpoint of it? Yeah, it was uh, it was one of those games that just like it really felt surreal because obviously you want to pull it out at the end, but um, we we re- we really put it all on the field that that game, and um, I was incredibly proud of our team, incredibly proud of Mo, but uh, even like Mo would say if he was in here right now, uh, he gives full credit to the team, and uh, that's what's important to him, and that's what's important to me. Yeah, what what's it like being Mo Ibrahim's teammate? What's he meant to this team and to you? Uh, he's really meant a lot to me. Um, I'll do anything for the guy, um, and I think it goes way past football. Um, like when I when I'm when I'm old one day, uh, I'll be looking back on who Mo Ibrahim was as a person, not as a player, because mm-hmm. uh, he's he is half the player. He's a person because he's he's a great dude. Yeah, Hall of Fame player and a Hall of Fame person, no no question. You mentioned Co Keefe and, and some of those other tight ends who you learned it from, and I think I'm going to have to give credit. I think Andy Greeter had the story on that with you two guys that. Early in your career, you always didn't see eye to eye, right? And then you kind of grew into this partnership, so to speak, where you guys are now in touch and and good buddies, right? Yeah, we definitely butted heads a little bit, but uh, I love Cole. Um, He's like a big brother to me. He'll always tell me what I need to hear, not what I want to hear, and that's something I really love about him. And uh, he's always got my back, and I always got his. What, What was it early that you guys couldn't mesh, and then how did it evolve? 
you know, he he thought he really thought I was a pretty boy. So <laughs> you you can you can imagine how that went. Yeah. So he was uh, he was trying to make a point. Yeah. And you probably weren't really that receptive to his point. Yeah, he made it eventually, though. <laughs> and then, and then it got through to you. And then, yeah. Now, not that you changed as a person, but do you think it changed you as a football player a little bit? Yeah, for definitely. the better. It uh, changed my mentality for sure. Um, he just really instilled that men- mentality within our whole room and gave us that persona as we're the we're the baddest dudes on the field. So uh, every time I'm putting the pads on, I'm thinking about that. Like, just go be the baddest dude on the field, no matter what you're doing, running, blocking. Special teams, all that. He caught a touchdown pass. Now I think he has two uh, from Tom Brady. How cool is that? That is one of the like. Whenever I'm, whenever I, because uh, we'll usually it'll be on a Sunday, so we'll be at the facility, and I'll see like he caught a pass, he caught a touchdown. It's just like he caught a touchdown from Tom Brady. Like that's <laughs> that's so amazing. Like it's just like you can't help but smile when you say that. Yeah, I mean, you guys are always busy uh, players, right? And he's got his deal, you've got your deal, and you got everything. But do you do you pop texts back and forth on occasion or stay in touch yeah. with him some? Yeah, definitely. Um, I was just actually on FaceTime with him last week. You know, he's talking about my upcoming decision and stuff like that. Yeah. So uh, it's always good just uh, hearing his opinion and stuff like that. How's the timeline on that going? What do you think? Uh yeah, I'm gonna have an answer for y'all soon. Yeah, yeah, I'm not trying to pry the answer. I'm just more wondering when when we'll know. Yeah, yeah. no, definitely with, like within the next couple of weeks. What are the factors? Uh, again, without you know knowing, and maybe you still aren't sure. What are the factors you're kind of weighing on on both sides? Because I'm sure it's a lifelong dream. You got a chance to play pro football. Yeah, and then you've got a program here that you love. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of factors, but um, the end of the day, I'm just going off of uh all the opinions I've gathered along with you know what I've prayed on and what my I've spoken to my family about, um, you know, just making the best decision for my future and uh, for my family's future. So a lot of information gathering, I think, just to right make an educated yeah. choice on what's best. Yeah, the important thing for me was is just, uh, you know, making sure that whatever I decide, I'm 100% all in on it. Um, yeah. No regrets with anything. So, yeah. How's bowl prep going right now? You guys aren't practicing every day, but you're you're getting ready for the Syracuse Orange. Yeah, uh, it's been great. Um, we've been uh, getting into our Syracuse film study and uh, getting out there on the practice field. You know, it's uh, it's always a weird time of year, but it's uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, we were just uh, talking, uh, well, a couple of different things. We were talking, uh, we set the schedule around the Board of Regents meeting. Today, as we're taping, it's a Thursday taping um, because you went to the Board of Regents meeting and uh, you and I think Tanner and some other guys yeah. were there and you got to show them Paul Bunyan's axe. How cool was that? Yeah, that was, it was super cool. Um, I think that being being a student here, you don't really necessarily know all about like the, the board of regents and stuff like that. Right. But like, it was an extremely cool experience. Uh, it was definitely an honor to get to you know go represent our team and be represented our school. Uh, it's a it's tremendous honor. Were you? Did you have to pose for some pictures with the uh, with some of the board members? Yeah, with the acts? yeah, we posed for some pictures. Uh, got to talk to them, so it was it was cool. They got to take a little break from their meetings, so yeah, glad and they could we could spend it with them. I'm sure if we uh, f- uh, uh, log onto some social media from some of those, um, they uh, they they're probably posting some of those <laughs> pictures uh, as we speak. But you know, and the board of regents, not to get uh, you know too much into it, but they oversee, of course, the whole university. But um, the the part that that's part of it is the relationship. That that they have with the athletic department, right? They they want the Gophers to be good as well, but yet they also have to oversee to make sure things are headed in the right direction and done the right way. And I'm sure that things like this help with, uh, hey, look, we got the axe. Things are yeah. going well here. 
yeah, definitely. They 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 do an incredible job taking care of us. So uh, extremely thankful for you know John Gable and Mark Coyle. They 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 love us unconditionally. Um, you know, no matter what that scoreboard says, we know that they're going to be in the locker room supporting us every single week. All right, so we we have that. Uh, you had that with the Board of Regents. Uh, finals um, are were as we tape this in the middle of kind of that session of finals. Last night there was Gopher basketball and uh, Braden Carrington, the freshman, uh, reigning Mister Basketball in Minnesota. Um, I had, he had twenty points. It was a great night for him. And I asked him how his finals were going, and he said he he had actually finished them already. So that was good news for a freshman <laughs> to be done right. Yeah. And so and then I asked you, and you said you're in grad school, so you don't have a lot going on right this particular week so that's got to be a relief too yeah definitely i just had a couple projects uh this past week and uh finished up classes on tuesday so so tell us um let's go down this road for a minute tell us uh what so you're in a master's program now what you're pursuing uh, from that standpoint, and then uh, your undergraduate work, what 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 was that involved with? Yeah, so for my undergrad, I got a sports management, and then for my graduate program, I'm doing youth development and leadership. Um, my dream is uh, a big dream of mine has always been just to give back to my community and to help people that kids that look like me, grew up like me, things like that. So um, my dream is to start a youth sports program and uh, be able to kind of get that on the ground running. And um, along with that, I would like to, within the next couple of years, I want to start a nonprofit. It's awesome. It's amazing. You remind me a little, uh, uh, Daryl Thompson, who was my partner, uh, all-time leading rusher, at least for maybe one more game with the Gophers. One more game. Mo, Mo, I love DT, but one more game. <laughs> one more game. Um, <laughs> but he's from Rochester. You're from St. Cloud, you know, north, south, whatever. And then he came in, made his impact as a player. And now for almost 30 years, he has uh, been the leader of Boulder Options. And I know you, the football team has gone over to the, to the headquarters and, you know, they mentor young people. And oftentimes those are young African American people or people mm-hmm. of color, and um, it, sometimes it involves sports. Sometimes it just involves other things. So um, a little bit like that, where, where Daryl's had, you know, he was a great gopher, but he's probably had more impact on the, the state of Minnesota through, uh, you know, creating, uh, you know, hope for young kids who might be at risk. Yeah, definitely. Um, Daryl is a, a great friend of our program. Like he's one of the coolest alumni. Um, a crazy thing is actually, uh, obviously, obviously, True was here for a while, right? But I remember playing youth basketball against Race like every single year. He was a headache. Yeah. But uh, they have they're they're a great family, and uh, Daryl does so much for our team. Yeah, he's he's great. But and the reason I brought it up was that uh, as you uh, work through hopefully a long successful pro career as Daryl did with the Packers, and then you can come back and kind of get on track some of the stuff what he's done and 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 have that same kind of impact I yeah think, definitely right? I mean be great no no doubt about it uh, all right so let's get back to football here what do you know about Syracuse you said you're starting to look a little bit at uh, at what um, what they bring in some film study and we're about two weeks out so it's probably not a deep deep dive yet maybe it mm-hmm. is I don't know but what do you what do you know about them yeah so their, their defense is very multiple but they have a lot of guys that can that can play all over the place and uh, they're very fast and physical so uh, I really look forward to playing against them. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for the challenge that, that they present. And, uh, you know, we're just going to keep working and focus on our game plan. Yeah, and part of it, too, I would think, because at this point, 
uh, between guys who may or may not play in bowl games. And I know Syracuse is going through some turmoil. Turmoil maybe not the right word, chaos, because yeah. they're losing some coordinators and they've got a couple guys who might not play. And uh, so from that standpoint, it almost, I suppose, at this point is take care of your own stuff here and make yeah. sure you guys are ready to, to play. Right? Yeah, at the end of the day, you know, the team that's going to win is going to execute their game plan better. So, Yeah, no, no doubt about it. Um, how excited are you to be in New York? I suppose on one hand, if you could, you know, hey, let's go to Tampa or to California or to someplace nice and warm. Uh, New York City is not going to be all that warm, but over the holidays and it's, yeah, man, it's such a city that has a life of its own. What do you think? Yeah, you know, this is, this is, Christmas time is my favorite time of year. So, I mean, New York, uh, I've never been there before, so I'm, I'm very excited. You've never been to New York? No. Wow, so this is a first uh, first trip for you. Yeah, I definitely want to uh, visit some places I've seen in like Home Alone and stuff like that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Everyone's got their own uh, fun point of reference as to what New York, you know, what what you think, and yours, yeah. is, yours is Home Alone over yeah, the holidays. Yeah, I, I right? love yeah. Home Alone. It's a great show, no no question. Um, it's my understanding that you, so you guys are going to fly out uh, on Christmas Day, and then is it that night you get to go to a, a Rockettes show, I think? Yeah, I think so. Uh, and then one of the days we're going to, I think, a Rangers game. So pretty exciting to go to Madison Square Garden. That'll be really that's cool. That's right. Rangers and Capitals, I think, yeah. playing at Madison Square Garden. So we, I've been able to do a few basketball games over the years. The Gophers have been in a couple of preseason tournaments there, and then the NIT a handful of times. Gophers won it one year out there. And it um, it's interesting because you get into that building, and you look around, and it's like it's just a basketball arena. Yeah. But then the ball goes up, and there is a little bit of a different – mystique to it there's yeah, no the, doubt the mecca of basketball yeah no doubt yeah. about the world's most famous arena no no, no doubt about that um, I think they also are going to take you to ground zero and some other places some historical sites so um, and you've been to bowl games before that's got to be one of the great things um, as a football player you get to you know experience some things that if that if you weren't involved with the team you wouldn't uh, get to do yeah um, I think it's cool because uh it's kind of an opposite end of the spectrum compared to uh, Arizona last year. We were kind of, you know, out out of the way yeah. a little bit. We weren't even in, like, downtown Phoenix or necessarily. We were just kind of out of the way. Beautiful then, spot. Yeah, beautiful. Oh, no complaints at all. But, but way out there. Yeah. <laughs> but then New York now, we're just going to be in the heart of the city. You're so, in Midtown, baby. Yeah, so I'm, I'm really excited for the experience. I was actually just looking at a map this morning. I think the hotel, the team hotel, is maybe about five to six blocks from Times Square and not too far from Central Park. And, yeah, I don't know where the home alone uh, where, where that store was, where she finally figured out that she had forgotten. Yeah, it. but uh, yeah, it should be it should be a cool thing, and I'm sure you guys will have some fun and find some things to do and walk around the big city. Um, and that's kind of what the bowl games are about. Obviously, it's a business trip, but um, and I think Coach Flex been good about this over the years is to also make it uh, you know an experience that you and your buddies and teammates will be talking about for a long time. Yeah, that's something I really admire about Coach Fleck. Um when it's time to work, it's time to work. But he's going to make sure that we're also going to get a top-notch experience here at the U, and uh, that, that sets people up for life. Like he'll he want his goal for us is to always leave with life experiences, not just football. So I really commend him for that. And he has put together a lot of different things over your time here in terms of concerts and events to go to. Do you have any that stand out to you that 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 uh, that were like uh, tops on the list or a couple? Uh, I would say the Kendrick Lamar concert this year was super cool. Um, me personally, I always like going to like the Vikings games yeah. and stuff like that. I'm, I, I love going to the, their stadium. Uh, super cool experience. 
And then I would say the state fair is always really fun. Just yeah. getting about, get to be around all the fans and get to go check out Coach Talk at the news stations, get some good food. That's always a fun one. I love the state fair too. And you guys were wearing the gold shirt, so you're easy last year, <laughs> this past year to to see where you guys were all going. I, remember, I, I happened to be out there that day too. I wasn't with the team per se, but I'm like, oh, there's uh, Cole Kramer. I yeah. saw him. Oh, there's Brevin Span Ford. Okay, yeah, the, the guys are, are here today. Um, uh, the Were you a Vikings are you a Vikings fan growing up in Minnesota? Yeah. So, so that's probably part of why, right, you want to yeah, most definitely. like the Vikings. I know in years past, the Gophers have always taken the axe to one of the Vikings games. Have we, has that happened yet? Yeah. I, uh, we, I don't think we have this year, but I went last year. Yeah, it was great last year. So we, we got to get that on the schedule this yeah, year. Yeah, definitely. You know, they, they're, they're winding the season down. But that's always cool. They play the rouser, and yeah. you guys are up on the big screen. I think maybe Blaze was with you last year with, with a couple I think guys. it was me, Phil Howard, Blaze, Big O. Uh, well, so just boy, it was there too. Yeah, yeah, and big O, of course, now on the Vikings. Yeah, he had a big tackle last yeah. week in that game. That was great. Chase that uh, screen down. You guys, um, you guys probably went against each other a few times over the years, right? Yeah, definitely. Him, 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 him and Boye. Boye, yeah, and Boye's uh, getting things done in Seattle as well. Um, Let's get to know you a little bit better. I, I want to talk about Affinity Plus real quickly. Then we're going to find out a little bit more about Brevin Span Ford. Affinity Plus sponsors our podcast. They're your local credit union, proudly serving Minnesota since 1930. If you're a current Gopher student or a proud Gopher alum, that makes you eligible to join a financial that wants to build a meaningful banking relationship and put you first. You can meet with a local employee at any of their branches statewide, including one just down the street here from campus in Minneapolis. You can learn more and find out other ways to connect by going Going to affinityplus.org slash go gophers. That's affinityplus.org slash go gophers. Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA. They sponsor our player profile segment here and uh, as part of their way to help support gopher student athletes and through the name, image, and likeness stuff. They've been uh, nice about our podcast and Brevin today for his appearance gets a $100 gift card. So enjoy that someplace, Brevin. Appreciate it. All right, let's find out about you. St. Cloud, Minnesota. We started the interview session here by saying, the pride of St. Cloud, Minnesota, and I say that with full confidence because you've talked about it so much. What, what one does being from Minnesota mean, and two specific to your hometown? Yeah, um, being from St. Cloud, uh, you know, it's not one of the most talked about cities, but uh, it's definitely known. Um, I take tremendous pride in it just because of its people. Um, incredibly diverse, and uh, I think that's something I'm most proud of. Uh, there's so many people of all walks of life, and uh, I wouldn't be the same person I am today without growing up there. Yeah, how do you think the the city itself shaped you uh, growing up there? Yeah, so uh, I went to uh, Catholic school growing up till sixth grade. Then I went to actually I went to Sock Rapids Middle School until going to St. Cloud Tech High School. Um, but when I got to St. Cloud Tech High School, I really just like got to be in St. Cloud more and just being around my friends who all lived on that side of town. Um, and it's just always a blast. Uh, there's just, you go everywhere and you'll see someone you know. And that's what makes it a little nice community for you. And um, it's just a tremendous place. I love it. As a high school basketball and football player, you had all the measurables. So you had opportunities to go to a number of high-ranking institutions. What, uh, what uh, swayed you to stay in your home state? Uh, I think a big thing for me was just allowing my family to come and see me play every week. Um, I have three little nephews that uh, they come to every game that they can, and uh, 
they definitely drive me to be a better person every day, uh, not just a football player. And I want to show them every day that they can do whatever they want to do in their life and just continue to chase their dreams. Do they, uh, when they come to the games, I'm sure they're like, hey, that's, uh, you know, you said nephews or cousins? Nephews. nephews. So that's uh, that's that's uh, Uncle Brevin there. And then they're like, holy cow, that's uh, Tanner Morgan. My goodness, there's, uh, you know, Sezi Atomewo or whoever. I'm sure they, they love it, right? Yeah, my, my brother actually told me a funny story the other day. Uh, so they they they've uh, they've met Chris and Mo and all those guys. So they'll my brother said they'll be watching the Vikings game and let's say they'll see someone with dreads. They'll be like, is that Chris? Is that Chris? <laughs> or they'll see they'll see a, a running back or something. They'll be like, is that Mo? Yeah. Is that Mo? So just just hearing stuff like that and you know they uh, always stop and see my family after the game. So it, it really means a lot to me. Yeah. So they're catching on. They they're getting to know a, a little bit. How old are they? Yeah. So the oldest one's nine, and then the the youngest two are three and four. Yeah. That's awesome. That's great. So we got to get them hooked up with some 88 jerseys. They oh, get? they're already on the way. They, 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 they're already they, on the way. Good, huh? Um, what do you like to do uh, for enjoyment, your leisures? You're, you don't have studies, let's say. You got the homework done. No practice today. What What would be an enjoyable day for Brevin Span Ford? Yeah, so uh, right now, even like with bowl prep and stuff, and now that I'm done with class, I, I've really just been, at, whether I'm at the facility or something like that, it, uh, if I'm at home, it's uh, movies, just relaxing, being with my teammates. My roommate, Bryce Williams, uh, and Kyler Bond, uh, we, we hang out quite a bit. You know, we'll play video games, watch movies. We've been watching the World Cup. Yeah. Uh, Are you a yeah. soccer guy? You like soccer? You know, I haven't really, I haven't really watched the World Cup until this year. But uh, I'm 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 locked in. I'm locked in this year. Do you have uh, uh, like Do you watch series or movies or Netflix? You got anything? I'll really watch anything. Um, I'm a a big uh, Tarantino (laughs) movie. Oh yeah, yeah. What's your what's uh, what's your favorite uh, one of those? Um, I would I would probably say Reservoir Dogs. Uh, That's a really good one. Um, um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is really good as well. Gotcha. I just like uh, the you know the aesthetic of yeah. those movies. Yeah, well, a lot of people do. If um, we would thumb through your your playlist on your phone, what would the top three or four artists? Or who would they be? Uh, this is incredible. First off, this is incredibly influenced by Chris Amon Bell. Um, just like always being around him. Uh, I've like somehow adapted all of his music. So, you know, I give him full credit for so putting me on. He's a real team leader, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he's also, he, we, we, we watch the movies together too yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. But um, uh, Destroy Lonely is someone we listen to a lot. Uh, Playboy Cardi, um, you know, uh, Homicide Gang. Uh, there's there's too many to name. I listen to quite a bit of music, but I like alternative music too, which is like Tame Impala, stuff like that. Mostly current stuff or do you, you throw back ever? I'll throw back every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Like throwback for you would be who? <sighs> throwback for me is like music from like the 2000s. Yeah. But like what what genre? More like R&B? R&B, pop. Yeah. See, like I I doubt you're like, for me, throwback, I'm 52 um, would be like, you know, ACDC or Motley Crue. I'm doubting that's showing up on your playlist. No, actually, so my mother is is really into that music. So really? I grew that's what really, really what I grew up on. And, um, you know, Play Bar Cardi and stuff like that, they, they got that punk, punk vibe to them. Yeah. And uh, I think a lot of that comes from that. So... Uh, I think that's why I like it. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, so that, that that's always, I'm always interested in terms of how, you know, you get to well, what music you like and how you get there. So Ottman Bell is part of it, and then your mom's part of it, and then yeah. you just create a list that you like. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Um, 
you mentioned that you wanted to be, uh, you know, have an impact on the community. And I know that um, as, as you as you move forward, you got your 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 nephews as well that you that you look at to help those guys, you know, head in the right direction. Also with the uh, with the idea of role a role model, and you guys and your teammates, you're, you go to the hospital a lot. What what um, what has that meant to you to kind of evolve? In fact, we had Chris on this podcast a few, I guess, a month or two ago, and he talked about how his life kind of changed when he started to try to please other people because when you do that, then you start your own self-esteem builds a little bit. Yeah. Um, back to I, I give Coach Flake full credit for this because he really encourages us to go out in the community, go serve and give. And uh, along with him, uh, Mr. Norris Wilson, Coach Wilson, he does a great job. He's set, the best. <laughs> he, he coordinates all these events for us and makes it easy for us to go out in the communities because, you know, sometimes it's kind of difficult. You guys from out of state, you don't really know where anything is right. when you get on campus necessarily. But uh, that's one thing that we make sure that all the newcomers do is go out in the community and serve and give. And that's it's it's a tremendous honor, actually, just going out and getting to view other perspectives, help where your help is needed. Um, it really does change the type of person you are for the better. Yeah, I, I got a kick. Uh, I guess it was probably last season I interviewed Trill. And he talked about going into this elementary school almost every week and reading books yeah. to these kids. And this here's this big 300-pound dude walks in, and they're all wide-eyed. And he sits down, and he said that's his favorite part. He sits down, and they all kind of come in and sit close to him, and he reads the book. Yeah, it definitely changes your perspective. And uh, it just kind of puts you in your shoes when you're uh, when you're a little kid. Yeah. And uh, when someone would visit your classroom, it's like um, like a movie star just walked in. So uh, just making sure that you're always giving back is cool. You, We've talked about this on our pregame radio interview a couple of times, your basketball background. Um, how often do you play still, pick up games and such? Uh, not that much. Not much, as but, much um, as you used to? It was, uh, we played a little bit during like the COVID times when yeah. we, we started getting back into things, but, uh, no, nah, I don't, I don't play that much basketball anymore. I follow it though. I follow yeah. the NBA. I watch, NBA guy. I watch the T-Wolves a lot. Yeah. You're, you're, you like the, uh, you go to some of those games too. I know you guys went to the Lynx game too, right? Yeah. Uh, I actually have this little feud with Tyler Newbin. Yeah. Uh, we, we try to, we went to the Bulls T-Wolves game last year and, you know, we are we got some cheap seats. Yeah. We're up in the nosebleeds, but we're yelling at each other, stuff like that. It got a little <laughs> ugly. But uh, can he play? Uh, I've never seen Noob play, but he can. He can play. He can yeah. ball. You you guys, I remember we talked about you guys would have some pickup games, and I think we even, in fact in the interview uh, early in the year we talked about who the starting the best starting five would yeah. be. You got to remind me who that was. I think it. I think it was um, me, Chris, uh, Mike Brown. Braylon Oliver. Yep. And who's our fifth guy? Was it Smith? Anthony Smith, maybe? It wasn't Anthony yet. No, because you hadn't played yeah, with him. Yeah, he, he hadn't got here yeah. yet. Who was well, He it? can play, I understand. Yeah. Um, and, and Tanner was trying to lobby that he should be on, and you said no. Tanner's not on the team. Yeah. I love Tanner to death. He's not on the team. He's not on the – at least the starting five. Can he at least be a, a, a sixth man or a seventh man? Yeah, definitely, okay. definitely. We know, not, we know that we're going to get his all yeah. when he gets out there. So somebody's mad right now listening to this on your team because I know all the players listen to this, right, um, that you're forgetting them, right? I'm trying to think who the fifth guy was myself. I think it might have been Big O. Big O. Because it was a while ago, right? Yeah, he, it was still – it was this fall, I think. Uh, It'll pop in our head here at some point. Um so, and while you think about that, I want to ask you a question about hoops. If if football wasn't an option, you could have played college basketball. Do you think? I had one offer 
to North Dakota State. North Dakota State to play hoops. Had you not been such a good football player, though, don't you fi- don't you figure some basketball programs said he's going to play football, so we're not going to recruit him? I mean, I don't know. Maybe. I, I would I, possibly. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I was I was talking to mid major Division one schools. So yeah. I mean. If football didn't have, a, if I didn't have an opportunity in football, I would have definitely played basketball, played basketball. somewhere. And and at a minimum, uh, a Division One. Yeah. Like, like you weren't, you weren't going to have to go play, you know, at a in the MIAC. Not that there's anything wrong with that, yeah. but you were you were a, a high enough level. Um, and you was it Oliver that you dunked on? You were saying you put him on a poster. or Was it Mike Brown Stevens? I forget. I didn't dunk on. I, I remember Flip Dixon dunk, Maybe that's dunked on me. My, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Sorry to bring that up. I mean, mention it. Maybe I, Flip was the. Flip. I don't. I don't have any shame in getting dunked on by Flip because you know I was I was caught off guard. That you is know? what it was. I think Flip was the fifth guy. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. It was either him or I might have honestly just I might have honestly said Anthony Smith. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it might have been. All right. So Flip throws one down on you. Yeah. He can get up. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, how how was it? Was it just a you know? You know, I was you know I was You're lazy lazy going up for a, a yeah. defensive rebound. He went over the top of me. You know, everybody was ah. <laughs> <laughs> just got to laugh it off, man. Yeah. It I, actually, now now it's all coming back to me. I'm too old to remember right away. I think it was Mike Brown Stevens who was trying not to name names that told me about that. Yeah, and that that and he said he wasn't gonna huge respect for Michael yeah, for that. He was not gonna name names, and and now I've I've forced you into. I have no shame in it. Here. I have no shame in it. You guys have seen Flip Dixon. Oof. He's did, an athlete. So did he talk some some game to you after he threw it down? Didn't say a word. Just went Didn't back to play say defense. A word. Is that right? That's pretty good. Very Where Kawhi do you guys play? Like, Just here on campus when you get together? Uh, so I used to live at the Marshall, and uh, they have a little basketball car. We used to go up and down for gotcha. a little bit. Yeah. All right. Just a couple more minutes here with Brevin Spanford on the Go Go for podcast. What was it like to win the Axe again? In uh, Madison, your last uh, maybe your last go around against the Badgers. Certainly, your last go around in Madison to have a chance to win it. Um, what was that experience like? Three three times now for you. Yeah, it was a it was a great game. Um, our team played very well. Um, obviously, there's a lot of ups and downs in the game, but uh, we made the plays we needed to to win the game. And I was extremely proud of our team. Did you extremely. Get, did you get to to? No, I didn't top. I didn't top down any goalposts, no, but no, no goalposts. I was, you know, I was there for support. Yeah. How about Lamecki's touchdown, and how about Ethan rifling that ball there? I still, I've still like weekly. I'll be like Mecky. Do you remember when you caught that touchdown against <laughs> Wisconsin, bro? Like I literally just out of nowhere just remember, and I, I remember watching him run down the seam, and I was like, wow, he is moving. Yeah. Like he is moving. He's an athlete. Well, so I, I'm calling the game, and I'm at, I'm at practice, you know, a couple times a week, and and I have great respect for all you guys and how hard you work. And I know Lamecki has skills, but you can even hear in my play-by-play call as he's going down the center of the field. I don't know in all my time here, 17 years now, that I've ever gotten to that high pitch because it just kept. Um, if you go back and listen, it just I, it just kept surprising me. The you know because two or three guys had angles on yeah. it, and he didn't care. He just and I did. I mean, I, so and it's hard in practice yeah. sometimes, especially in the season, because you guys are just you know it's a game plan situation, yeah. different things. But that burst was amazing. Yeah, man, pride of South Georgia. Yeah, right, right. Him and Bate. He was just yeah. We we got a, a few uh, uh, Georgians on yeah. the team, right? Going back to you mentioned Rodney and Shannon. Yep. And, Trill, uh, Bate, Trill. 
uh, Flip, right? Yep, flip. From there. Uh, we're going to miss him. Yeah, definitely. You can't talk him into sticking around? Man, I wish I could. Yeah, good player, man. I wish him nothing but the best. Yeah, of course, of course. You know, you, sometimes you, you know, decisions got to be made but yeah. even Braylon he's a Georgia yeah too right yeah so uh, the the team has, has done that but man that that play back to that play Lamecki just taking off what, what were you on the field yeah so what was your what was because I we had Ethan on a couple weeks ago and he said technically the read the read the pre-snap read probably should have been a handoff yeah and he said he looked up he goes I just saw a lot of green and I'm like I'm gonna throw it yeah so what was you what were you thinking as the play unfolded yeah, so it was just our basic RPO scheme. Um, so I got the DN on that look, and um, it was Her- uh, Herbig, which is, he's a great player, all American dude, uh, great guy as well. Um, so I really just uh, I saw the RPO tag, so I knew that there's a chance he's throwing it, chance he's handing it off. So just blocked my guy, and then I, I put my poked my head up because I saw Mecky going across the field, and I just saw him catching and just. Boom! Right up the right up the middle of the field. Now I, I couldn't I I could believe it, but I couldn't believe yeah. it because uh, we've we've been seeing how good Mecky is since he got the day he got here. He's a freak athlete, and then a, he's also a great dude off the field. Yeah. He's so funny. And how about Ethan's throw? Yeah, it was. He's got an arm on he? the money. Yeah, he he made a lot of great throws that game, and uh, he's a, he's a talented he's a talented player. Did you guys as pass catchers have to adjust a little to to maybe the ball getting on you a little quicker? I mean, we love Tanner, but. Mm-hmm. And and he's putting the ball in the right spot so many times yeah. over his career. But Ethan has some pop. Right? Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. It's 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 a little bit of adjustment, but you know, not not nothing too much. Yeah, uh, not not all. You know, yeah. catching all time. Right. Last one on that play. Um, you probably didn't know what was happening at the time, but when you go back and watch it, Mo has to put his nose right on some blitzing linebacker. Yeah. If he doesn't make the play there, it's yeah. it's probably a there's, sack, and the quarterback's in trouble for not handing it off. But yeah. he makes the play. Right? Yeah, there's a lot of times where the backs have saved us on a you know saving the day on a blitzing linebacker, and uh, they'll do it over and over. They uh, they'll do anything for this team. So. Uh, Extremely thankful for those guys. No, no question. You guys get a win in a bowl game this year. It's another nine-win season. Um, and I know you guys probably don't think about it. Uh, you just want to go win a game, right? You're a competitor. But um, at some point, you're going to be able to look back. And I do think you win a bowl game uh, and you get nine wins that is that is a difference maker when you look back a few years from now. Yeah, definitely. Um, growing up, I didn't see a lot of nine win seasons from us. Uh, unfortunately, saw a lot of great players, great people, and uh, great coaches. But uh, there just wasn't a lot of nine win seasons around yeah. here. So uh, it's it's an incredible honor to be a part of that. All right, well, very good. Uh, we appreciate you hanging out with us. It was fun to get to know you a little better, even though we've been here and we feel you know we we know you pretty well. <laughs> but uh, uh, good to get some insight. And um, I know we'll be waiting here in the next. A little while to get uh, the official word on what your future is and whatever it is, man. Best of luck. Thank you so much for having me. And there he is, Brevin Span Ford. It's the Go Gopher Podcast, episode number 49. My thanks once again to Golden Gopher tight end Brevin Span Ford. I hope you enjoyed listening to that conversation as much as I enjoyed being a part of it. The Go Gopher Podcast is presented by Sunbelt Business Advisors and True North Mergers and Acquisitions. If you're buying or selling a business, visit sunbeltminnesota.com or TNMA. We're proud to be supported by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union, your local credit union throughout the state of Minnesota. Go to affinityplus.org slash go gophers. Affinity Plus sponsored.
sponsors our player profile, supporting Gopher student-athletes. We're also brought to you by State Farm agent Tony Hoagland. Again, I'd invite you to listen to past podcasts, and please right now click the subscribe button to the Go Gopher podcast. It's free to do so at any time. And share the link on your social media channels. We'll talk again next week.